Welcome to the podcast of Spirit Life Revival Ministries, an apostolic prophetic mission-based ministry headquartered in Accra, Ghana. A church family with a vision to possess and teach the world that all things are possible through the preaching of the word of faith. Join us on this journey of discovery as we delve into the timeless teachings of our faith and share inspiring stories from God's word. This podcast is designed to uplift your spirit and deepen your relationship with God to help you pursue and walk in your divinely assigned purpose. Together, let's embark on the transformative and enlightening experience as we navigate the intersections of faith, life, and the supernatural. And now, today's message. The blessings of being a blessing to your pastor. When you take time to read the book of Genesis, you begin to find out the intention of God in creation and how God wants everything to align and work according to order. So you will realize that before God created man, almost everything that man needed to survive and to lead an impactful life on earth were designed and released. Man came to meet the earth. Man came to meet the plantation. Man came to meet the galaxies. They were not the creation of man. They were the creation of God. Now, when everything was ready, man was released. To someone this morning, God is working behind the scene for you. When everything is ready, the testimony will be ready. When everything is ready, the baby will be ready. When everything is ready, the position will be ready. Because God always works behind the scene. And the scripture said, God said, let us make man. The word let us gives us an insight God understands the glory of networking, the glory of partnership, the glory of cooperation, that one can do so much, but the strength of what one can do will be limited. But when one is in partnership with the right people, one can exceed expectation. So the Bible put it this way. One will put a thousand to flight. And two will put ten thousand to flight. The greatness of a pastor is connected with the partnership of the members. When the members of a ministry learn how to pastor, partner with their pastor, they are going to build a very solid and glorious movement for God. So God said, come and let us make man. 
in our image and after our likeness. So man was created to be a prototype of God, the direct imitation of God. So every time you see the appearing of a man, you see how God looks like. When I wasn't born again, I used to be a very shy person. There were so many things in my life I used to dislike. But by the time I became born again and I spent time in studying God's word, a spirit of boldness and completeness just entered into me. There is nothing if I have to say to you, I can't look at your face and tell you. If I have not told you yet, it's because the right time is not up. When the right time comes, I will tell you. Because I realize that I have been created in the image of God and you have been created in the image of God. You look like God. That's why there are things that God will not do in your life. Because God knows you have to do it. I've told some people that certain things that they are trusting God for, they should stop worrying God. Because God knows I am here. And as long as I am here, you don't expect God to do it. God knows I will do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And man was created in the image of God and to function in the capacity of God. So that means that if God is introduced as a creator, as a manufacturer, Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, in the beginning God made, God manufactured the heaven and he manufactured the earth. That means that there is an innate ability in man to create. That's why everything you see here were not made by God. The microphone was not manufactured by God. The microphone was manufactured by a man or a woman inspired by God. So I speak this morning that let that creative ability within you come alive. May God give you the power to create. And it's so easy to create because in creation you Activate the glory of observation. The Bible said, there is no new thing under the sun. For what has been is what it will be. If you want to have a good marriage, eh, it's easy. It's because you, you want to be complex. A good marriage is not in the virgin air. A good marriage is not in the exotic travels. A good marriage is not in the powerful sex. A good marriage is not in romance. A good marriage is in a good marriage. All you need to do is to have five symbols of people whose marriage has failed. And look at what they did that made their marriage to fail and decide you won't do the same thing. <laughs> if a man slapped a wife and the wife ran away, if you keep on slapping your wife, she will run. Or what do you think? Yeah, and look for people who have been able to walk in the glory of marriage for 85 years married, 50 years stay in marriage. Ask them, it means they learn the power of endurance. Now, you this way, I can't take shit. <laughs> Be careful, sister. You know, you know I, I, was, I, was, I was watching someone yesterday and said, I, you see, I, 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 I don't want to lose any of my sheep. I said, sure. When you become pregnant, it will stretch you. 
You will lose some things. Am I talking to somebody? So, it's easy to create by observing. By observing. This is a sure microphone. What are some of the other brands of microphone we have? Eh? Eh? Schneider. Hey. Za. Hey. Eh? Sure. I said Marcus, sure, Navy. Now that Marcus, I will repeat him, brother. You're very careful. Yeah, so, but you realize that someone first created a microphone. Then other people look at what has, was already created and they said, let's follow the same pattern, but let's give it a different name. Okay? If you want to start a business this year, look at the business other people have started and start the same thing and change the name. Oh, what do you think? Yeah, so God gives us the power and the ability of creation. Let me get down before I get into some deep things today. And um, the Bible said, and after God has created man with the ability to do things like God, God now picked the man and put him into a garden. And everyone will have a garden. Everyone who have a garden, your career is a garden, your job is a garden, your marriage is a garden, your ministry is a garden, wherever you are, it's a garden. And God said, till it and keep it. That means whatever you receive out of your garden is connected to tilling it and keeping it. What you do and what you don't do will determine what happened. Whenever you see a beautiful sister, Always understand that she is someone's investment. Someone has invested, that's why she looks so beautiful. The parent have invested, she herself has invested. So till it and keep it. When you see a beautiful church, when you see a church that said thousands of people, it has been years of investing, tilling it and keeping it. Because if you till it and you cannot keep it, you will lose it. That's why most pastors are jealous over their members. Because you don't till it and lose it, you till it and keep it. Am I talking to somebody this morning? You don't lose your marriage, you till your marriage, you keep your marriage. And tilling it is not an easy thing. It's not my message, so let me go on. So that gives us the glory of understanding purpose. Man knew what he was about. Man knew that his responsibility was not to form partnership with the animals, but he was supposed to have dominion over God's creation. That's why if at this stage you don't understand why you are here, what you are called to do, you really have to go back to God to understand your purpose. Because the glory of life is in the fulfillment of purpose. How can a medical doctor be worried that all the people with legal issues are going to see the lawyer? That it means that the medical doctor really doesn't understand his purpose or her purpose. The glory of purpose brings confidence. It produces confidence. God gave man a purpose. 
Then when God gave him a purpose, God gave man an instruction. Life is ruled by instruction. Poverty is the violation of financial instruction. Divorce is a violation of marital instruction. Everything in life is fashioned to work by instruction. If I jump, I will come down. If I stay in America and I jump, I will come down. If I believe I'm anointed and I jump, I will come down. Everything works by instruction. So I believe I'm a very anointed man of God. Maybe the person who manufactured this microphone is not even a believer. Maybe. But the person says that for you to use my product, you must be willing to obey my instruction. If you can't obey my instruction, you cannot use it. So everything is connected. He said there is a knot here. If you put it somewhere, they will hear you. You will not be able to hear me because everything works by instruction. So God gave man an instruction or gave man a manual for living. And as part of the manual, he says, everything that I have created here is under your dominion. You can decide to do whatever you want to do with it. But this particular fruit, please don't eat it. When man violated it, man entered the realm of shame, the realm of disgrace. It began to happen to man. Are you following somebody? Are you following? Because I want to communicate. Yeah, I'll push it. Then after the instruction, the Bible says, and God caused all the animals in the garden to come and meet man. Some greeted man, some smile at man, some look at man in a certain way. Understand, not everyone will like you. So stop moving around looking for like. Are you a Facebook that you are looking for like? Not everyone will like you. So some of the animals, they will look at Adams and they will make them, because they were not supposed to like him. Stop looking for encouragement for people. Encourage yourself. Because people are so depressed that they can't encourage you, that for you to wait for them to encourage you. No. Not everyone will like you. Whenever I meet people, there are two things. I like you, I don't like you. I love you, I don't love you. You are tall, you are short. And it depends on who you are comparing me with. Because if you compare me with Parkway Secretin, please come. Then you will say, ah, you know, El Bernard, that short prophet. So to you, I'm a short prophet. But my brother, go. <laughs> you want to make me shorter. But the day I meet Aki and Popo, then I realize that, hey, I am very tall. So almost everything in your life is subjective. Do you know there are rich people, when they meet other rich people, they realize that they are poor. Imagine some of the rich people we have in Ghana are meeting some of the rich people somewhere. 
No matter how anointed you are, there are people you salute. You know, I call people, yes, sir, yes, sir. Me too, there are people who call me, I do, yes, sir, thank you, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then the Bible says, God brought the man a woman or a woman. No, it's not my message, so I'm just try, trying to say something this morning. And the woman was supposed to help. Everyone who comes into contact with you is designed to be a helper. Whether you receive the help or not is connected to how you station yourself, how you package yourself, and how you sell yourself. I said, everyone who comes into contact with your life is meant to be a helper. But whether you receive the help is connected with positioning, with packaging, and with advertisement. So, always telling people, you know, I'm a nobody. You know, the things I've been through, do you know I've been raped 17 times? It's wrong packaging, wrong announcement. People, people are eager to help, not in the place of negativity, but in the place where there is positive. You are going to execute an assignment for the first time, two people, and they ask you, have you ever done anything like that? And one said, you know, sir, this is really the first time I've never done anything like that. We just want to try and see if it works. Even that, we don't know if it will work. You realize there is no confidence. And other words say, well... Uh, this is our first time, but the way we have prepared ourselves, we understand that we have all it takes to get this one done. They will give to the other person. I told that story where uh, a guy who was a scammer, who had never been to school, was able to convince a first-class student to part with his phone. Scammer. Scammer. Was able to scam my friend. Ah! Is that your phone? Wow. What a nice phone. This is an expensive phone. Ah, sir, this is the kind of phone we want to use. Hey, ah, Charlie, you are too much. Can I have a look? Ah, my God. Oh, wow. Hey, it's my phone. He <laughs> said, if you joke, I will shout, Julo. If you like joke, hey. And the guy began to, my friend was standing there, did not know what to do. Until the denominator said, I'm not going to be here. 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 I'm not going to In case you are going to sell negative news about yourself, sell it to people who are in a place to help you. Because everybody will need help. So, to someone, when you meet your medical doctor, it is not there you come to form healthy. It's there you have to let your nakedness go. Sir, I have been coughing. Sir, so that the medical doctor can help you. But you, go, you don't go and tell mechanic the same thing. He won't help you. He will help you die. Because the mechanic doesn't have what it takes to help you. So, God gave man a helper. For every pastor... And for every ministry to do well, 
the members of the ministry must station themselves in the place of help. There is no great man anywhere. Every man is great. But it's the people that God gives to the ministry that make the ministry great. It's the people that God gives to the ministry that makes the ministry great. So if you are here today, you have been stationed as a helper. And every time we talk about help, many people, because they have a myopic mentality, they only think about financial help. Financial help is a good help, but it's one of the least of help you can have. If you have money, you don't have good health. What are you going to do? So everyone here, see, as I'm preaching, I need to preach to people. And I need to receive an amen from people. Now imagine I'm preaching and there's no one here. When we started the ministry many years ago, I used to be the first to come. Arrange everything, sweep everywhere. But over the years, we have had all kinds of help. I don't even know how they clean this place. So you are an usher, you have been placed to be a helper. Whatever you want helper. Because some of you don't know. Your presence in love is an encouragement to a pastor. Just seeing you in church is an encouragement to a pastor. So understand you have what it takes to discharge the help that your world needs. Never deduct Subtract yourself out of helpers. Because no matter who you are, there will be something you will lack. And there is something you will have. And the kind of supply of help we may bring to a community, to a ministry, might not be the same, but they are valued. There are people they give encouragement. There are people, they give their skills. Look at these men. They give their skills. There are people, they give their prayer support. There are those who give their financial support. And all kinds of help that is received in a ministry are very important. So when a pastor is without hell, the pastor, no matter your anointing, you will be stranded. When a pastor doesn't have people around, no matter what God has given to you, you will be stranded. But to most people, they believe that if a man is in a position of a pastor, then the man must be a good man. Good is relative. Because if I am good to you, to somebody, I am not good. Now look at some facts about pastors. Some facts about pastors. Okay. 90% work more than 48 hours a week. 90% of pastors work more than 48 hours a week. Number two, 
90% of pastors says pastoral ministry has affected their family negatively. 80% of pastors say pastoral ministry has affected their family negatively. If I've had time to spend with men of God, with their family, with their children, then one of the things you appreciate has to do with the sacrifice they put in in order to be able to do their work as a pastor. And so 80% say pastoral ministry has affected their family negatively. I told you last week how there were two weddings that I was meant to attend. And uh, by the time I was done with Friday service and I got back home, it was around 3 a.m. My children were asleep. My wife was asleep. I woke up that morning. I needed to do one or two things. In the afternoon, Mr. Sean has come. All my team members were there. I'm preparing to go for the two weddings. Then my daughter comes and says, today you won't go anywhere. Because every day you are there, every day you are here, today, daddy, I say you won't go out. And that's an eight-year-old girl speaking to me. You will not go. I said, I need to go for a wedding. She said, you will not go. Because she had realized, I have shared my father with the world. I can't have my father to myself. So today, I need a moment with my father. And as I extended, I realized what the children of men of God are going through. Well, there's some of them are false balance. I remember someone saying, I can never do the work of a ministry because of the example my father painted to me. It's not a good example. It's, I was a student at, at, at the medical school, we're stationed at Kualibu, and my father in my six or seven years at the medical school never paid me a visit once. But at night, I heard my father was going to Mamprobi because a church member had an issue. And he drove past. Me, I'm not a foolish pastor. When I, I learned from all these things. Mm. And the guy said, because of that example, I can't do the work of the ministry. Number three. Number three. 33% says being in the ministry is outright hazard to their families. 33% says being in the ministry is outright hazard to their families. It put their family in dangerous position. The next one, 75% are largely stressed up. If you won't find a group of people who are easily stressed out, they are pastors. 75% are largely stressed up. 50% are unable to meet the needs of the ministry. They can't meet the needs of the ministry. When you pastor, then to a great extent, you understand the wickedness of people. Some of those who sit under you, they can finance every activity, the activity connected to the ministry. They can finance every beauty, whatever done, they will put in the ministry. 
It will surprise you. You have people come to church and to give an offering, they will separate the two hundreds, the hundreds, the fifties, the twenty, the ten, the five, and they will be looking for the one. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ninety percent are independent. Are, are independent, are independent trained to cope with ministry pressure. Sorry, sorry. 90% are inadequately trained to cope with ministry pressure. They don't have the required training because some believe that after you are called in the ministry, I don't have a Bible school education, but I take advantage of other courses. I learn every word. I learn on almost every subject. So most of them are inadequately trained to cope with ministry pressures. And the ministry pressure will come home. Imagine a church member die whilst the person is attending to a church activity. How are you going to explain that to the family? What language will you use for them to understand? Imagine someone bringing the child to church and the child getting missing. Let me continue. 70% says they have lower self-image than when they started. They have lower self-image than when they started. 70%. 40% report serious conflict with a member once a month. 40% report serious conflict with a member once a month. Hmm. Number 33. No, 33% have been involved in sexual misconduct. 33% have been involved in sexual misconduct. It's not an easy thing. 33%. All manner of sexual misconduct. 70% do not have a person they can call a friend. 70% do not have a person they can call a friend. You know, as I look at some of the things, and I, hey, also for you as dozing. Come. Congratulations. We thank God for the vision. When we are done, you come and share the revelation with us. Okay? God bless you, sir. Hope you are not angry. This is helping you. You know, we all sleep, all. You, you didn't sleep, didn't you sleep before coming? But when you sleep is where the problem is. So it's normal. We thank God, the man of God. Sure. Did I tell you I went to a church many years ago? When I went there, one of my friends was many. I said, let me just go and be a blessing. I, I preached. Uh, I was tired. I went there. And they gave me a very powerful. That's I don't like being introduced to. I mean, I don't like. You let me sit there. Leave me. They gave me a powerful introduction, this prophet, this and this and this and this, and they were done. It was an all night. And the chair was carpeted like that. 
And they said we should pray. So I just lied down to pray. I did not know what happened. I was gone. So Iran says they have closed people who are gone. The man of God was still sleeping. I'm telling you. That's why I did not like the man of God's ministry. Because when I was a guy over there, I don't know. Hey, my brother. Apostle Joshua woke me up. And I said, my brother, Shandy. He said, man of God, stop it. You have to chapter. Oh. So, man of God, it's a normal thing. Yeah. From that day, ah, you don't know that man, man of God, I tell you, was I tell you, Apostle Lawrence, Joshua's father. Lawrence, some, something means that. That's why I never went to his church again. Because I read the church, I was all the way. Oh, I said, oh, boy, I'm better than Hallelujah. I hope you're okay. No, I mean, it's good to have a pastor who can help you. Yeah. Another pastor would have let you sleep, and you wouldn't even get the message. So I think it's powerful. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. So they don't have people they call friends. As I look in my life, especially like when I look at this point, I've seen how I'm betrayed by people I call friends. I am a loyalist. When I say I believe you, I don't want to hear anything negative about you. And I'll fight anyone who try to communicate negative things. So I used to have a friend, very good friend. He's been a blessing to me. A good guy. But I did not know my friend was a wicked friend. Yeah. He's very anointed though. Uh, when I got married, he was my best man. Yes. Very good friend, but at the same time, wicked friend. When I find I was shocked. Someone who, who can encourage me and destroy me. So, most pastors are lonely. Most pastors are lonely. And if you are not blessed to have a good wife or a good husband, then you are already dead. You will not know who to speak to and who to speak with. Am I talking to you this morning? Because some of them will stab you. So that is the point. The last one. 65% of those who start ministry today will quit ministry in 10 years, 10 years later. Ah, now, me, if I wasn't strong, I said I would have stopped. Most of the young ministries you see around today, they struggled that they closed down. And they went and came and started a different ministry. I can, I can at least talk about five, my, 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 my generation. And, and I'm among the only people, one of the people I, I've kept doing it. I said, I'm not stopping. Give me any, any new generation church, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you the original, where they started from. Because you can minister to the people, to the people now want to destroy you. So then you close it. <laughs> so I can, I can, as I look, I look at some, I say, oh, all of them, they close down. So if you are 
blessed to have a pastor, then you have to learn how to handle the pastor. Within a month, I've spent a lot of time talking about this, so I don't want to go there. But in conclusion for today, I'm going to read some powerful scriptures that will help you. The first scripture I'm going to read is in um, is in Wempo. The person who can tell me will receive twenty-five thousand. Let me move First Thessalonians chapter five. And 12 to 13. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 12 and 13. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them, know them which labor among you. So preaching is laboring, pastoring is laboring. Praying for you is liberating. Standing with you in your times of temptation is liberating. It's that you have to know them. Which labor among you and are over you and admonish you. So we labor among you, we are over you and we admonish you. We let you know there is danger coming. We warn you, we rebuke you. And to esteem them very highly. The word esteem is to honor, is to respect. The Bible says esteem. It says honor. It says respect. But it says esteem them very highly. So if you are here and you don't esteem your father highly, you are breaking the scriptures and esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Not because they are handsome, not because they are anointed, not because they have made a mistake, but for their work's sake. So a pastor makes a mistake. Don't let his dishonoring make you dishonor him. You remember when Saul dishonored David, a man who had fought for him. So Saul was a pastor. David was the congregation. And Saul now picked the sword and threw it against David. David did not throw it back. David did not throw it back. When David had the opportunity to kill Saul, David said, I can't do this. Everybody said he was right. Why did David not kill Saul? It was not because Saul was a good man. Or what Saul has done was right. It was because of Saul's work. 
Because without the works of Saul, there would never have been. David has killed ten thousands and Saul has killed a thousand. In the day of temptation, in the day when a pastor is wrong, please speak about the truth. But please still honor him because of his works. This week I shared with a pastor had a problem in Nigeria and I reached out to the pastor. I don't know whether it's true. So I reached out to the pastor. Because when a pastor is accused, you will not have the mouth to speak. And most church members will conclude on you. So I reached out to him. He was in cells. He was dead. Then someone sent me a message on Instagram warning me to stay away from this person if you really want to enjoy your life. Me, I'm not the kind of person they threaten. Don't you know me? I like that. So, a pastor faces a problem. A pastor has stolen. Please, yes, it's not good to steal. Let the pastor know. But still, don't let that one help you lower your respect for the pastor. For the work's sake, I have said this thing here again and again. A woman returned from a place and learned that a pastor has stolen her akoko. You know akoko? You don't know akoko? In case someone doesn't know akoko, help the person to know akoko. And when the pastor stole the akoko, when he was arrested, they beat him. They beat him. They spat on him. They insulted him. They called him all kinds of names. People that the pastor had been a blessing to, they were part of it. And they beat the pastor. And the pastor was finally arrested. But if you were a man of God, why must you steal a cocoa? What is the meaning of that? Is it part of your calling that you steal a cocoa? What is that? Bronya cocoa. What are you doing with it? Is it even Bronya that you're taking a cocoa? So when the woman returned, she was told, ah, you don't know what happened. Your pastor came here to steal your akoko. The woman said, oh, how? The akoko is for the pastor. I told the pastor that that akoko was for him. And any time he is ready, he can come for the akoko. Then people say, oh, wow, what have we done? So the woman went to the police station and said, oh, that akoko was for the pastor. And the police now began to beg the pastor, man of God, forgive us, man of God, don't count this against her. And the woman took the pastor home. When they got home, the woman said, pastor, why did you steal my akoko? If you have asked me for the akoko, I've given to you, but why did you steal? In other words, there are things we protect outside, but we rebuke inside. So, maybe I do something that is not right. You don't take me to social media and do right. Bernard, yeah, Bernard. I want to call him. Call me. I'll come and call you out too. Uh, you don't know me yet. Oh, this man wrote something on his Facebook then somebody also came and wrote it there. And I said, this lady here 
this thing she has written there. Into wherever she wrote it, you know, I will go there and we will start from there. Me, I like writing. <laughs> so I went there. Hmm? And I drafted my own in a very powerful way. And I posted it. And I saw she was not responding. So I copied the same thing. And I sent to her on WhatsApp. I saw she was still not responding. So I called her on phone. And I said, what you wrote there, no? I have responded on Facebook. And I responded on WhatsApp. Bring your other response and let me respond again. <laughs> Do you, know, do you know what happened? She deleted everything. <laughs> and came back and said, Papa, I'm sorry. Me, me, Pento, quite rough. Me, I'm, I'm not a correct pastor. <laughs> uh, you think about like the pastor, you slap me and I'll leave you. Since I pastored this church, I have slapped two church members. Do you think I'm someone to joke with? Yeah. Uh, am I happy? Yes, I'm happy I've slapped them. Even though I have regretted, but happiness in there, it is there. <laughs> Will I slap again? No, I'm not sure I'll slap again. I've matured from slapping. <laughs> one of them is this man's friend. Is that your, not your friend? The other one is a software co- is this man's friend. Yeah. I think I'm a crazy boy. Kakra, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I, I, regret, I regret slapping all those people. I think I was wrong. Or what do you think? I think I, I saw someone writing about that one. I didn't go and comment because I knew I was wrong. And I saw so just the bay and so for never boy and I show my other. I pray you're going to check with him and everybody. Hallelujah. But what I'm saying is that a man of God might be wrong. If you can have the privilege of dealing with the issue privately, deal with it privately. Do you get me? So let call him out. Let call him out. Call us out. Those of us who also believe in calling that will come and meet you there and we'll call ourselves out. Hallelujah. So, rebuke. I believe there are so many things men of God have done that are not good. But if people have dealt with them out of love, it would have helped the body of Christ, helped the victims involved, and helped the man of God. So, what do you say if a man of God rapes somebody? Yes, if a man of God rapes somebody, I believe that let's deal with it privately and take the person to the police station. Say amen. amen. Ah, we should, we should not take the man of God. I will even be among the people who champion and go to police station. Yeah. If a man of God is found in a crime, we, we will love you as a Christian who is found in a crime, who will support you, but you will go to the court. We can't, we can't cover it. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. My second scripture is in First Timothy Chapter 5, verse 17 to 19. I'm almost done. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. So, let the elders that rule well. Our pastor, Apostle Vincent Bannerman, has ruled as well. I have told you several times that some of the things he would do, me, I will not do. Me, I am the Moses type of man of God. Though. My father died. He did not come to my funeral. 
Your son died. You want me to come? I won't come. I've forgiven you, but I won't come. Say amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm coming to invite Don't invite me again. If you invite me, I'll be angry. You know him. This man of God invited me to go and preach for him, and I said I would not go because my dad was sick, and I felt I needed to be with my dad. My dad had gone blind then. Then the good news came that he could see, and I was happy. And this man of God said, the way he has used my face and things like that, if I don't come and call other men of God, they started calling me. So I said, I can come and do two days instead of the three days. So I traveled to the city to go and do two days. I went with Mr. Shaw. I did the two days. By the time I arrived in Accra, the first news I heard was my father was dead. I felt so bad. The man of God did not even call to even say happy condolence. <laughs> when my father died, some people sent me say happy condolence. I said, the condolence, is that a happy one? Is that one? <laughs> the man of God could not even call me to wish me happy condolence <laughs> or to say condolence. Then the funeral day, it was in the same city. The man of God did not come. The rest that happened there, it is private, so I won't talk about it. You know that. You know what really happened. And he said, I won't pick. I mean, I don't have, but you won't invite me again. I won't come. I don't preach. I don't like preaching. No. Say amen. I'm surprised to see Prophet Echo and, and the team here. Because we're done. I tried, why are they? I'm, 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 it's a great and a man of God. I don't see that often, you know. In human being time, Cynthia is here, like you pray for a man of God, and he will leave everything he's doing just to come the next day to see you. Hey, and dancey, and dancey. I thought you would do that for the man of God. <laughs> Let the elder that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and in doctrine. So that's why, why I saw that helped me to develop my teaching ministry. He did not expect those who prophesy, but those who labor in the word and doctrine. So I said, wow. So all the prophets I've given, you know, there's honor, but not double honor. But especially, so I said, okay, let me develop the ability to communicate and I think so far I have received a lot of double honor. 18. For the scripture saith, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn. And the laborer is worthy of his reward. So if the ox, if the ox treadeth the corn, don't muzzle. Whilst the ox is, is treading the corn, let the ox also enjoy. That's what the Bible is saying. And he said, the laborer is worthy of his reward. 
So this morning, Apostle Vincent Bannerman is worthy of his reward. Are you going to deny him of his reward? You came with nothing. You were denying him of his reward. And was still looking at my face. Denying your man of God of his reward. And still smiling. You have even confidence to smile. When a man has labored, paid the man, you say you will not pay. So that's the scripture. The Libra is worthy of his reward. It's one of the scriptures I saw many years ago when I was in my one bedroom. That made me happy. That this work, when I labor, oh, my reward will come. And my brother, I have received fine, fine reward this year. So, ah, one of my reward is my wife. Hey! Madam, you are my reward, though. Sure. Maybe she wouldn't have said yes. But maybe once I was preaching, and she was looking at a nice guy. Nice guy. I love that guy. I love that guy. Maybe who knows? Oh my, what do you think? I'm, I don't have the microphone, so the next time when you get up, you can say your own. My reward. My, she's my reward. One of my rewards are my children. I couldn't have had children, but God rewarded because of this. And you sitting there, you are my reward. There is no way I would have met some of you if I did not labor in the ministry. You are my reward. And the kind of things some of you have done for me, financially, material-wise, it is something else. It is a great reward. The way some of you have fought battles for me, it is a great reward. So you are my reward. So I thank God you are my reward. I thank God you are my reward. Some of you, the way you will not even send me offering at all, it is still my reward. It is still my reward. And those who send offering, it is still my reward. Some of you, some people will send me messages, man of God, what are your prayer requests for the week? Nana Kwanza, give me away. This guy, can, can I have your prayer request? Hey, it is my reward. The man of God, what is your burden? We want to petition God for you. It is my reward. And I want to tell everyone here, God will definitely give you your own reward. What you are trusting God for, I say God will not forget about your labor. God will also reward you. But for today, dear, we want to reward our man of God. We want to reward. As you are playing the organ, don't say that your reward is in the organ you play. You are not charged. Man of God, that is the reward. We understand that we want another reward. How is the family? Let me close. Let me close. For the scripture say it, thou shalt not muzzle, no, verse 19, against an elder, receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. Now that you are receiving all kinds of accusation against her, you see you are breaking scripture. You say, against an elder, receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. Now, from the month of May, 
as I start breaking through and I start doing some wild things, don't come and suspect me. When I leave you and I say I'm going for vacation in America for two days and it ends up to be two years, don't come and complain. I said, now, how can you tell us that the vacation was just two days and then we are here one year just passed and another year has passed and you were pastor of an asshole. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Hey, sister, all these years that I have not traveled, have you done that? Why is Papa not traveling? Papa, Papa, you see, you cannot just be our Papa and just be here like that. Even go say 16 years, Papa, you can just go for three months and come back. Have you, uh, did you ever do that? Makacho, mutukona, muko two years. Sure, I'll tell you two weeks, about uh, two years. I didn't tell that at home. I only Robert Vincent here. If I go with my wife, there are eight years. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now let's close with this scripture. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11 downwards. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11 downwards. First Corinthians chapter 9. Message I'm making me preach, me preach here. But. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11. If we have sown unto you spiritual things, what are the spiritual things? Preaching to you, praying for you, prophesying, teaching the word. They are the spiritual things. Helping you to live a holy life. They are the spiritual things. If we have sown unto you spiritual things, is it a great thing if we shall reap your carnal things, your physical things, your material things. That means that spiritual things generate physical things. So, we are going to reap of your carnal things. Say amen. If others be partakers of this power over you, are not we rather? So, there are others. Pastors, you don't know from anywhere. They are partaking. Every month, you are sending $100,000. $200,000, your budget to a ministry, $1 million. And we, you are giving us five Ghana, five Ghana, five Ghana. Today we are complaining with this scripture. <laughs> Nevertheless, we have not used this power, but suffer all things. Least we should hinder the gospel of Christ. So because we don't want to hinder the gospel of Christ, we don't make demands. One day, I traveled we went to look at a, 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 a property that was given to the church over $700,000 worth um, a property. The one they were talking about something and they were telling me about some prophet uh, counseling, they take 2000 into 2000 So you 14 over counseling now. How much are you making? Eh? Eh? 80000 Eighty counseling. Monday counseling, Tuesday counseling, Wednesday counseling, most of are. And 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 as we're talking, I just said to me, This is not my style. I can't use that. I can't. I you, I can't. You want to see me? I I can't. I can't. Freely I have received. If I want to take your money, I'll write a book. 
I will launch it and I will take your money. You will buy it and I'll take your money. Like as I'm about to release another book, no. My my my, my mind in yani there, Miss Kebi will want me by Because I will not allow other people to use that power over you. You don't know iPhone, but every time they release, they take your money. Now they are going to release iPhone eh? 15. You will buy, they will take your money. So I'm also release a book. I'm competing with iPhone. Every year I'll release one, then I'll take my own money from you. Say amen. amen. Yeah. Uh, even so have the Lord ordained that they which part preach the gospel should live of the gospel. So this is how God have ordained. That when we preach the gospel, we must live of the gospel. But we have used none of these things. Neither have I written this, that it should be so done unto me. For, if, for, it, for it were better for me to die than that any man should make my glory void. For though I preach the gospel... I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. So the reason why we preach the gospel is because necessity is laid upon us. That's why for 15 years pastoring this congregation, I have not received an offering. I have not received a uh, um, salary for 15 good years. I look at my senior pastor and I believe that if he were to be in the corporate world, where he would have been? Some of his mates are medical doctors. Some of them are bank managers. Even his son, where is he? He's a bank manager. Some of them are major political players. Some of them. He has his first degree. He has his master's. He's going to do another master's. He's going to do his PhD. Now, he has a bright future in the secular world. But for the sake of the call of ministry, he decided to let everything go. So all I have learned is for the work of the ministry. When there comes a season for a man who have labored like him to be honored, we honor him. I told you, me, my mind doesn't work correctly at times. And that is true. I look at what you do and I look at what I will do. Yeah. I, I just can imagine the number of accidents he has had because of church members. I can look at the sacrifices he has undertaken because of checkmen. I told you one time we are done with an all night. And you know in this year, if I have not I have not left, no pastor can leave. Who are you to leave when I have not left? If today when I'm growing older, I've been a little bit flexible. Because if you were minister of agriculture or minister of finance. And His Excellency, the President of Ghana, has come to your ministry. And the Excellency have not left. Who are you to leave? So that's the same principle. Or what do you think? And so I would done with all night. He will stay, minister to people. He will stay. Then by 8 o'clock, someone is getting married. He must go home and change. So whilst I'm leaving to sleep, he's leaving to change. To go and bless someone at a traditional wedding. And whilst on his way to the he, he had an accident on the N1. And the car somersault. 
not one summer sword. And the car was destroyed beyond recognition. But by the grace of God, nothing happened to him. But the car was condemned. Condemned though, condemned. He could not drive the car again. The car was condemned. And the church member, he went for the traditional wedding, heard about that. Did not even say, oh, sir, we heard what's were coming. Nothing like that. Not even sorry. Two months or three months after he left the church, he was a pastor. This man would travel all the way from Kumasi to Accra to come to church. Church started by 8.30. You have to be in service by 7.30. And continuously, consistently, he was coming. When I said, Asafo, you have to come for, to full-time ministry. I did not hear, sir, I need to go and pray about it. I heard, sir, if you say so, I think we will do it together. Nothing about what will be my salary, what are my friend benefit, what is all of that. Nothing like that. And for 15 years, we have never done anything appreciation. Because I felt like our, 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 our appreciation comes from God. God will reward us. But there comes a time physically we should reward people. Me, my own is ready. My check is ready. My dollar check is ready. My dollar check is ready. Where is your own? Where is your own? When I was trading to make the money, it was part of this room. Then I lost $21,000 through forest. I, was just, I wanted to shock you, but I still shock you. My brother, in tea, at this stage, I want to take whatever you brought to the man of God. It doesn't matter whether it's small, whatever. Whatever you have, take it to. What do you think? I can inspect what is in it too. I've come to honor. I can inspect. There will be no backdoor. I will inspect. I'm coming to honor pastor. They come and say, you see, all of them, we are the ones who have been taken. You and who? And I've got, the way the thing is flat, is it a check? <laughs> no, it's a question. You don't have to be angry. It's not a check. My me love Oh, so Ah, how? You of all people, don't do that. Ah. How do you do that? Five hundred. Ah. mum. Tetu mum. 500, say, now, ah, don't I know who you are? That can be 500. Please, I'm not the conventional pastor. We, know, like we should know by now. I've gone to other people's ministry, I've taken cars. I was preaching for Apostle Manayinkum. I did not talk about cars, so I was preaching. 
And five people came. They dropped their khakis. Drop it. Drop it. They are bringing 500. Don't don't let let it start with anger. Change it. Do you have your checkbook here? Do you have your checkbook in the house? You want to add more? Yeah, you're adding more. I think you are getting to a good place. It's a good place. But even though it's not okay, we'll take it like that. uh, How many cards do you have? Do you have POS here? Hold it, put an emblem coming. Master, yes, you think that I'm leaving you? Yeah, you know, you know, he's our papa, he's our papa. You are not come to use he's our papa, he's our papa against anybody in this house. Please, let me see your own. You sent. Let me go and check. <laughs> but I need to check. You have sent this. I went to his, their new branch to go and pray there. Holidays, I won't go anywhere. But I said, if it's about boyo there, I need to go and do boyo. Hey. Sika kakaya bejin tidi amode yana yano. Oh, no, boyo. Ah, thousand. Ah. No, 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 no. Where's your wife? Francisca, come. Francisca, come. Ah, brother, you remember when you were single? The way you were struggling to get a wife. Ah, that through this church you got a wife. Hey, Kayo, Kai Debbie. Check your momo balance and stop what you are doing that thousand. Oh, Francisca, come. No, he's talking. And empty and I'm saying talking. I don't care who is not going to face this in his life. Do you know the faces in my life I'm going through? My brother, I'm also going to face this in my life. But what must be done must be done, irrespective of the face you are going through. Ah, so you do not encourage. Where's your own? You are nice, wow. Hey. Congratulations. How much are you sending? Don't say you and your father, your husband, I want to. Okay, so I, I, where is it? No, you have sent it. No, no, no. Go and send. You see, that's Provision's sister. Uh-huh. When you relate with him, that my brother, my brother, what you receive is brother's reward. My sister, go and bring your phone and send it right now. No, 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 you will not do it, I will sign it. I'm not, see. Pastor's appreciation day. Me here be the end there. Quiet, fast. Hey. Now, move it in there. It's good you don't sit in front too. If you are not sitting in front, you are, you are okay. But if you are in front, hey, you are dead. Oh, count it. Let me see, count it. It's better when you come here. Sit somewhere. Don't sit in front. It's dangerous. Who's that? Dr. Jeffro. Why is he? Hmm? Sick. So even while he's sick, his money is here. But open the sick money and let's see. 
Oh, I think. Uh, Mrs., are you going? No, I, I, I won't come beyond the first row, so please, please don't worry. It's just the first row. The past new, open. Hmm? Hmm? You're adding. Please, what is your own? Uh, how much? You sent which one? Let me see the one you sent that to. I can't see the amount to you. Oh, no, oh, I'm, so, so how much are you going to add? One. Please, let me see. No, no. He doesn't want anybody to take him. It's money we want. Not, not anything to take. Convert it into money. You convert it, take out into money. Man of God, do you want anybody to take you out? No, no, no. no. They don't want anybody to take you out. Stop. That, please. Then later you can take him out. So send the money, please. If I'm in front there. Hmm? Oh, how? Man of God. Oh. But, uh, oh. for an answer? Eh? How much? Let me see. No, let me see. Eh? Okay. No, forget the group is different from personal one. Mm-hmm. So, if you are in front of you, you are always, ah, have I asked you? Oh, okay. Ah, please, let me see. We'll take it like that. So, let me see. You have sent. No, it's today, you are saying last week. We don't care today. Today, how much I give you? Say you have given last week. Today, you're not supposed to be here, but you are here. Or your raps. Okay. Please, please. Let me see. Hey, Master, I'm serious. Let me see how much you are sending. Sixty-seven. One seven. Sixty-seven. Understand what that girl said yes to you. Yeah. I understand. He's a nice guy. No, no, the reason did not work. No, so because I don't understand what she said, but I understand you're a good guy. Next time, add more to it, okay? It's nice money that I'm saying. Any girl who can give money, you can easily get married, though. But when you are very stingy, even your life doesn't want to marry you. Please lift up whatever you brought to you. The inspection is only for the people in front, so if I don't get worried. Yeah. Father, we lift whatever we have for our pastor. And Lord, we ask that let your blessing remain upon our lives. In the name of Jesus. Lord, some are given out of difficult situations. Some are given at a place of great difficulty. But Lord, because they have to honor, they are reaching out to honor. I ask the Lord, you watch over what they are given. And Lord, you honor them in this reward. Lord, some are given at a place of comfort. I ask the Lord, you watch it and you bless us. We activate this dimension of blessings upon our lives. Amen. Now, listen to me. 
if you are even doing momo, you will come in front. If you have your own envelope, you come in front. Now, come right now. Mm -hmm. Open your eyes and look at the people who come. It's very important for, for, for. Yeah, it's very important. Ah, it's not time to play. If you are, you just can, when I done, we'll play. So, op, look through the crowd. My own, you see, say, Medina was on you, so you know my own. If you are confident about you, see, you write your name on it, but if you are not confident, you want to hide the moment we say, I mean, I remember waiting on my normal. But in your account, so if I are doing Momo, can you send it right now? Also, if the number, I see the letters, no, so we can change on obedience, I'll copy him now, back. Yeah. I want to say, God bless you. Um, I believe that some of you were not even aware you heard about it. I believe some of you, out of difficult situation, you are given today. No, we don't want that, you know. Okay, you bring, I like this one. So that Osher said, let us go and count. Then when they say that, man of God, we are taking 30%. It is 3070 out of it. Have you seen how Prophet Vincent's ministry, you got a wife? Have you seen that? The rest, I'll keep quiet about it. We'll talk about that later. I'm happy, I was happy when I read the thing today. So there's so much gladness in my heart. Amen. So please, all the momo sent. My son, have you sent your momo? Send it. The new face, no. Send another thing to Forget about the face you are in. Everybody is in a face. Yeah. Everybody is in a face. So last week, trading, I made $21,000. But Wednesday morning, I, I, I entered one trade. I lost all of that. So Wednesday, I was angry. Mr. Sean and Nicole did not understand when we went to the passport office. I said, Yeah, so I want the Momo people to send first. Father, I thank you for all those who have given through Momo. I ask that, Lord, let your blessings be upon their lives. Lord, we are giving this in a season where nationwide finances has been not been easy. But Lord, I speak even as you instructed your prophet to go to that woman's house that you have commanded the woman to sustain. And the woman sustained the man of God and there was breakthrough. I demand that let someone come again and speak of a breakthrough. I call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. So all those who gave Mumu, you can sit down. If I'm giving a Mumu. If we can divert it. Now, cash, come forward. Cash, check, come forward. Okay. I want to say, I, it's not only about how much you are giving, but it's also about the effort to give. And we believe God that in the years ahead, God will turn things around where you'll be able to do more than what you are doing today. So know that we really uh, are grateful for whatever you are giving to our senior pastor. Now you can put it into my hand, take your seat. God bless you. 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 What a show of love. What a show of love. What a demonstration of love. I say the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. 
The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. If anyone give more than what I gave, please tell me and let me give more. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. You know, I'm happy seeing you. Last night, I was praying. Then you had come to me to tell me you and your husband were relocating to the UK. Yeah, so just so I just remembered. So that was the vision I had last night. God bless you. When is number two coming? Number two, what about number three? Oh, you are done. Oh. Three more, good, 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 good. It's a good thing. Have you seen our sister? She's saying three more. All our sisters should be able to say more, more. So that we say, I mean, two is okay. Or want more. I believe that our sacrifices today has come from a deep demonstration of love and care. And I ask that the God I have a covenant with I ask that let that God honor you. Let that God turn things around in Jesus' name. Now put it in. Also, if you find out that anyone gave more than I gave, please tell me. And let me add more to my giving. I want to be the person to have given more than anyone. And I decide to give in dollars for a certain reason. I believe in the oil on your life. And I believe that this sacrifice I have given personally will be the sacrifice that will take me into my next realm of financial freedom 
and financial abundance. I believe it with all my heart. On behalf of the church, we believe that this is not what you deserve. But I want to say that we are doing this to show how much we love you and how much you mean to us. And in the days ahead and the weeks ahead, you are going to see what really we want to do for you and how much you mean to us. Thank you so much, sir, for this year's of labor. God bless you. I also had the privilege of reading some of the messages you posted, I mean, all of you posted on Facebook, and um, some to me, some to the pastors, and they were really touching. And I want to say thank you. In case you have not written your own, write it. It's very important. Max, I read your message today. I was shocked. Wow. Hmm. Come to my house on Tuesday. Wow. Max sent me a message. Eh? Oh. It's very touching. Very, very touching message. From Max Praise. Wow. All I will say is thank you. All I will say is thank you. Wow. I want to say to all of you, thank you. And God bless you. At this day, I think you can take your offering home, or what do you think? Will you still take offering? Sir, and uh, prepare your offering. Eh? So prepare your offering if you want to give. As we bring today's message to a close, we hope that the teachings shared have touched your heart and ignited a deeper connection with your faith. May the wisdom and inspiration gained here continue to resonate in your life, guiding you through challenges, strengthening your relationships, and bringing you closer to God. We are ready and just a call away to support, encourage, and walk alongside you. Reach our church line on plus 233-234-077-788. Follow us via social media at Spirit Life Revival Ministries on Instagram, Spirit Life Revival Ministries The Oracle's Place on Facebook, and at Spirit Life GH on Twitter. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Spirit Life Revival Ministries for more such messages. Remember, you are never alone. Until we meet again, may the love, grace, and peace of our Lord be with you always.